of Destiny Total Sports Ministry in conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level introduced to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Colophon. God bless you as you listen. Now today, let's see that first Samuel again, 30 verses 16. That's where we stop. And when they have brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the earth, eating and drinking, and dancing because of all the great spoils that they had taken out of the land of the Philistines and out of the land of Judea. Look at verses 17. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them save 400 young men which rode upon camels and fled. Look at 18. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away and David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. David recovered all. Now look at where we are focusing today, verse 17. Can you give me that verse 17 from other translations so that we have a good understanding as we begin to study? Look at verse 17. It said, And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save 400 young men which rode upon camels and fled. And that translation, please. Adam, the next day, David attacked them and fought until evening, except for 400 young men who mounted camels and got away. None of them escaped. What we are trying to trace is the hours, the time that David and his men put in the labor because it was a great labor that they did. For them to start slaughtering them, I think message made it more clear. Do you have a message? Okay. And David pounds. He fought them from before sunrise until evening of the next day. From sunrise of today until evening of the next day. Are we saying amen? What does that mean? Can we try to look at it? From sunrise until evening of the next day. That means they started today and ended the labor. Tomorrow evening. So when does sun rise? 4, 5 a.m. Till 5, 6 p.m. That is roughly 36 hours. We are doing small arithmetic here. Now there was none of them that slept. Nor slumber. Nor got weak a little. They were busy slaughtering them. They were busy laboring. The labor was not a little one. We needed to look at it very closely so that we can understand the next step that we need to take as God began to give us instruction on how we can restore back that which belongs to us that the wicked has stolen from us. Until we understand this very well, we find it difficult to apply wisdom to that which God is saying to us now we look at it from the scripture. We discover that it was from 4.30 to 5.30 a.m. They kept walking 
they kept slaughtering the people. They were so determined. They were laboring. Because it is a labor for them to kill those people. The people they went to kill, they were not flies. They were human like them. And they had some weapons too. These people were also prepared just like them. Only that they never knew when they invaded them. Just like they invaded Ziglag. But look at this. If these people were slothful, if these people were not men that are fully armed and understood labor, let me tell you the truth, there's no way they would have succeeded. They wouldn't have succeeded. Somebody would have said, I'm tired. Praise God. What do we need to see that God wants us to see when it has to do with our restoration? We need to see that hard work is necessary. Hard work is very, very necessary if there will be any restoration in our lives. If we ever want a restoration and we think that the restoration will come on our bed, it will never happen. If you are the kind that hate labor, hard work, let me just give you this good advice. Just know one thing. There won't be any restoration. Restoration is not forthcoming to a slothful person. Restoration is not coming to a lazy man. Restoration does not come to a man who hates labor. Restoration does not come to a man whom whenever he hears less work, he gets angry. Any man that gets angry with labor is not a man that is going to enjoy honor in life. There won't be glory that will be attached to your life if you love sleep more than you love walking. May I announce to you, you have no place in that honorable position in life. No place for you. There's no place for you. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Now, we're going to look at some other scriptures so that we can get these things very clear. When I sat down, begin to look at it, how these men labored. If those 400 young men did not flee, they would have killed all of them. No one would remain. They would have killed every one of them. No one would have escaped. For them, they were prepared to walk the strength that they have received from the Lord is intact. They were not ready to start telling stories. No one is trying to give excuse to the other. Why he wouldn't work today? They were determined and said, Ah, we are going to recover all. There's nothing that will be left. God had already spoken to us. It won't be our own fault. We can't be sleeping. We must be awake to make it work. Is somebody here with me? I hope that the people I'm talking to today, they are not the people that are saying, oh, this work is becoming too much. If you want to see honor in this life, you must be ready to walk. Tell your neighbor, are you walking? Are you walking? Touch your neighbor, say, are you walking? Are you complaining? Are you complaining? Ask your neighbor, how many hours do you put to work before you start complaining? Before you start complaining, how many hours do you put to work? How many hours do you put to work? How many of us can stay work even in the night? And leave sleep and you're working in the night. Today we have seen young people who are lazy. Very slothful. They complain for everything. They work is trouble. A little labor, they complain. 
So how do you want to recover the glory of destiny? How do you want to see a future? These men stood like men. They were slaughtering them. They knew what they were looking for. They knew that, ah, these men, if we give them any chance, these men will escape. So we don't want anybody to escape here. Everybody must be slaughtered. Not one of them will escape. Those 400 men, they were wise enough to run away. If they did not run, their heads would have rolled the same day. The men were determined. They were ready to labor. They were not giving up. They are not giving any excuse. They are not excusing themselves when it's time to work. They give their whole self to work. They rejoice when it comes to work. No complaint of any kind. No complaint of any kind. Now look at some scriptures that we are going to use to look at that. Look at Jesus speaking. In Matthew 25 verses 14, look at what Jesus used to describe a man who has refused to labor. I asked myself, why should Jesus call the man wicked? I say wicked. You give the man something now, the man refused to use it to trade. He don't want to work with it. So why should you call him wicked? You would have said, hey, collect it from him and ask him to go. For some of us, say, no, that's a hard word. How can you say it's wicked? Are we saying amen? For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. Verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability. And straightway he took his journey. Verse 16. Then he that had received the five talents went and labored with the same. That's traded with it. He went and labored with it. He traded with the five talents. He traded with the same and made them other five talents. If he had refused to trade with it, there is no king that will come out of it. It remains like that. If he refuses to labor, to labor, to labor, if you refuse to labor with the talent of whatever God has given to you that is grace, whatever grace God has given to us, if you refuse to labor with it, if you refuse to labor out your life with it, there is no future for you. You won't have a future tomorrow. You will not be honorable. Nobody respects you. He gave the man five and he traded with the same and made them other five by seventeen. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. How? Because he traded with his two too. He traded with his own two. He labored with his own two. He labored. He labored. He labored. He wasn't giving excuses and complaining up and down the whole place. He was not telling us all the stories in the whole world. Leave complain and sit down and labor. Leave complain. That's why God took time to teach us. He's showing us how will you make it work? How will you make these things work? After God finished talking to me, he said, hey, as you mean I want you to live 70 years old. Do you know what is remaining? What is remaining now is 19 years. And 19 years is around the corner. Labor now. Labor. So that what I told you will come to pass. 
So that you will not say tomorrow, ah, it didn't come to pass. And people start saying, hey, it did not come to pass. He said this. But because you don't understand, you labor with time too. You labor. So the one that had to trade it with his tool and made another tool. He labored with it. Go again to 18. Jesus speaking to them. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hide his lost money. Look at 19. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reconnect with them. Verses 20. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained. Let me put it this way. That's my own. Behold, I have labored and gained beside them five talents more. I have labored. I have labored. It didn't just be gain on the ground. Gain is when you have labored, when you have invested, when you have labored. That's when gain comes out. If you refuse to labor with the talent God has given to you, if you refuse to labor with the vision that God has delivered into your hands, if you refuse to labor with that that God has revealed to you, you will not get anything out of it. There will be no gain. There will be no restoration. There will be no recovery of any kind. Don't tell us what is happening in your family. Keep that by the side. God can use you to turn it around. If you can understand. If you can understand. The steps to take. To make it work. I will say in amen. Look at again. Verse 21. His Lord said unto him. Well done. Thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Honorable life starts when you understand the wisdom of Christ. And apply the same wisdom. And the wisdom we are discussing is the wisdom of Christ. Verse 22. He also that has received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. I have labored and gained two other talents. I have labored. It wasn't on his bed. It's not on his bed that he got it. He was out there to labor. He was out there to labor. To labor. Wherever God has positioned you labor there. Labor that place. Labor with everything in you. Don't complain. Labor. Labor should be part of your life. Your sleep should not be sweet if you have not labored. Be angry with your life if you are eating food if you have not labored. There is no justification. No justification. Destiny can only be secured when you labor. Restoration, recovery of everything that belongs to you. Your inheritance in Christ is to labor. As a pastor, if you don't labor in the world, you will finish. As a footballer, if you refuse to go and labor in the field, if they tell you to run, you complain. Jump, you complain. You will not make it. You will not succeed. It's not only you that is playing football. People all over the world play football, my friend. You are not the only one. If you want to be the best, then labor and be the best. Labor more than all of them.
all of them. If I want to be a true pastor, if I refuse to wake up in the midnight to pray, to labor, to cry to God, and say, speak to me, reveal a word to me, then I will finish. I'll begin to recite what other ministers are reciting out there. I'll begin to tell the stories they are telling out there. Not the things that will impart the life of the people of God and transform them and make their life to be glorious. Are we saying amen? Verse 23, his Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. And I will make thee ruler over many things. Rulers does not just appear. Rulers does not just appear. The Lord made rulers of those who are laboring with the gift and the talents he has given to them. They are the people he made rulers. They are the ones that are permitted to rule. Are we saying amen? Go to 24. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. Look at 25. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, dear thou hast, that is thine. Dear you have what is your own. What belongs to you? Take it back. Take it back. Ask me, what was the man doing? He was sleeping, snoring. I have hidden his talent. So he will go every day and check. Are you still there? I don't just want trouble. If he come, let me just make sure he's there. I don't want that mice to eat it. That's where trouble is. Such people that doesn't want to labor, don't think about gain. They're not thinking about gain. I began to ask myself, where was the man? What was he doing all the time that the master traveled? Why couldn't he walk and make gain? He was sleeping. Walking around with friends. Doing nothing. He don't want to labor. He said he has no job. Lion is in the street. Anyone that put head there, the lion will eat the person. How do you want me to go out? How can I go out? And look at what the Lord said to him. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. How did the Lord call him a wicked? In your own judgment, will you call him wicked? Won't you just say, give me, go. I gave you something that would have made you rich. I gave you something that would have multiplied you. But here, the Lord called him a wicked man. He said, thou wicked and slothful man. Wicked and slothful servant. Do you know that is how God addresses us? Whenever he has given us a talent to trade with and we refuse to go and labor and sit at home snoring, complaining, giving all manner of excuses. If they ask you to walk, you complain. Jump, you complain. Go and do this, you complain. How then do you want to be great? How do you want to rule? How do you want your head to be lifted? And God began to speak to me. In my 51st birthday, he said, Hey, go and labor. Stop all these excuses. Get out of your resting place. Move out of your comfort zone. Pursue. Overtake. Recover all. 
So all the grace that God has given to us, all the strength we have been crying for, the divine leadings and rest of them, what do we want to do with it? You have sat down enough and been complaining. Complaining up and down the whole place. What is the complaint for? God said, go down to work is part of the wisdom that will make you to recover all. Stop all the complaints. Don't tell us your father didn't keep anything for you. We don't want to hear. Go and labor and keep something for your own children. Labor and keep something for your own children. Don't tell us, eh? Nothing is happening. Church does not help people. Go and labor and start helping people. Help the church too. Labor. There is something you can labor in and help. Help. So stop complaining. It is time to work. It is time to work. Anybody who is not ready to work, staying around you, chase the person out. If you don't want to work, chase the person out. Tell the person, you won't be my friend anymore. You have to work. Work, work, and work again. Somebody is sleeping from morning to night. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sow not, and gather where I have not strayed. 27. Thou art therefore to have put my money to exchangers, and then at my coming, I should have received my own with us of it. At least, little gain, no matter how little. Whatever God has given to you, he's expecting a gain from it. He wants a multiplication. You can imagine, I end this death in Africa here. I end the ministry here. I end everything here. God will say, you're a foolish man. You're a dangerous man. You're a wicked man. You're a wicked man. We are talking about making gain. We are talking about making gain. There is no other place God will bless you except at the field. That field where God has planted you to be, as God talked about Adam, God had to plant the garden and put Adam there and say, labor. Labor. If you want to see anything good, labor there. He brought the wife and said, two of you labor here. So even if you want to marry, don't go and marry somebody who don't know how to labor. And look at what the Lord said to him. God said, no. You're a wicked servant. You are slothful. You are slothful. Why didn't you make any gain for me? No single gain. You are born again. One single soul you can't win for Christ. Because you don't want to labor over the souls of men. You are a child of God. God gave you the spirit of God. You carry his spirit and sit down your heart yet to ye. You can't win one soul for Christ. One soul for Jesus. You are not making a single gain for God and his kingdom. Yet to ye. And you go every day kneel down. God give me this. God give me that. God give me that one. God look at you and say look at this one. Stop making any single gain for me and my kingdom. My heart rejoices when I speak to this youth. Ask anybody that stays around me. The way I talk. I can't sit down and be talking now. Ask them. If I sit, ah, something will say, what are you sitting down for? Get up. It's a serious matter. It's a matter. I have to get up from my seat. I have to move. Because it's a matter. 
It's a serious matter. I have to make care for this God who gave me his spirit. The spirit of God dwelling in Jesus, he conquered the whole world. And the same spirit is dwelling in you. You can't conquer one person in your family. Not one person in your family has been saved. Not one person. Nobody that you have ever met in this life has been saved. And you tell me you are a child of God. You are a child of God that is not laboring. You are a child of God that God will look at one day and say, I, you slothful and wicked servant. So sit up. Are we shouting amen? Verse 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which had ten talents. Look at 29. For unto everyone that has shall be given and he shall have abundance. But from him that had not shall be taken away even that which he has. For anyone who has, more shall be given. Hey, listen to me. When I keep speaking to you people here, 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 more and more will be given to you. I don't like telling people, more and more will be given to you, shout amen. It is when the one he has given to you, you have used it well, then he will give you more. Go and use the one he has given to you. This is 28th May, 2023. How many souls have you witnessed Christ to? How many souls have you won for Jesus? How many souls? You are talking about restoration. All my people that are following me, going up and down, who and who have you told about Christ? You can't even tell people about Jesus for them to sit down here. Go and tell them about Jesus. People are all around you. Be their transport. Go them to sit down. To hear about Christ. Witness Christ to them. So that God can make gain from your own life. Those people are out there perishing. God wants to make gain from your life. God wants to make gain from your life. Verse 30, finally, Jesus said, And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Say, God forbid. Say, it will not be me. Say, it won't be me. Who did he say cast in there? Please, who did he say cast in there? Now, how did he become unprofitable? He was lawful in labor. He was not laboring. He was not laboring. Not laboring for the kingdom. Not even laboring for himself. He even hated himself. He could not make gain for God. He couldn't make gain for himself. Can you sit up children of God and stop complaining? If you go to Europe today, there are people that tell you they have three places they work. Three. Some four. Because there, every second counts. Every hour counts. But in Nigeria, we have so many slothful people. They are looking for how they will carry the money of Nigeria and put it in their pocket and become rich overnight. They don't know how to work anymore. You're looking at children, telling them, go and learn handwork. They refuse. It will be present phone. Hunger will come. He will look for food and eat. If you talk to him, he say, hmm, it will soon happen, very soon. He say, how will it happen? It's present phone. That's how it will happen. I will say in a man. Proverbs 12 verse 30.
and went by the field of the slothful. And by the vineyard of the man void of understanding, every slothful person is void of understanding. He doesn't have understanding. My wife is here, ask her. At times she's the one that is forcing me to sit down. You're not going anywhere. Rest. I said there's no rest. So <laughs> I'm going. I'm going now. <laughs> I have to go now. If I don't go now, there's no other time to go. I have to go. I have to walk. <laughs> he said, rest, 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 rest today now. Huh? Because at times I walk on Sunday too. <laughs> there's no time. You have to be walking. I have to walk. I didn't say rest is not good. But are you resting when you are seeing that it has not happened? I told them I know when to rest. God arranged the time for you to rest. When it is time for you to rest, you will rest by force. Nobody will tell you. You are old. You rest. Not when there is strength in you. You are talking about resting. What are you resting for? We went to a man's birthday at 72. You see, if he stands small, he'll be looking for chair. Where to sit down? He cannot walk again. But if he didn't level, when he was supposed to level, you will see him at that 72. He'll be saying, let me go to work. I say, I'll be going. <laughs> the work you didn't do since. Is the work you want to do now. You will die on the road. Though. Don't walk again. <laughs> you will slump. You will slump on the road. How will he work? Will he do driving or what? Which one will he do? No, tell me the work you want to do at 72. May you not work at 72. <laughs> I say, may you not walk at 72. At 72, you should be resting with your children all around you and grandchildren calling you daddy, grandpa, grandpa, grandpa. They are sending cars, sending everything. Not only your biological children. If you have labored well, you have children, both spiritual and everywhere. They will stay all around you. At that 70, you see everybody celebrating. If you say, I need chicken, they will say, how? Big one? Small one? Pepper soup chicken? Fried chicken? Which one do you want? Is it with wine? Or is it with juice? They are the ones that be adding it. If you say I need car, they will tell you oh, which type. But if you refuse to labor now, that time you want to labor. May you now labor at 72. In the name of Jesus. Are we saying amen? Now look at verses 31. And lo, it was all grown over with tongues. And nests had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. Go to 32. Then I saw and considered it well. I looked upon it and received instruction. Verse 33. Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. 34. Read together. One to go. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth and thy want as an armed man. You know how armed robber used to come and catch people. <laughs> so a man that refuses to labor, hey, the armed robber of hunger and poverty is about hitting the man. Are we saying amen? So we must understand this. Can we go to Proverbs? Proverbs 19, verse 15. Proverbs 19, 15. Slothfulness. Casted into a deep sleep. So how do we know a man who is slothful? A woman that is slothful. Deep sleep. Deep sleep. Just now you are talking with the person. Before you know. You say, uh -uh, I'm just talking with you now. And the person is snoring. Are we saying amen? 
You know, whenever you see somebody behaving like that, the first thing that comes to your mind, then if he has walked, you know that one is good one. I you understand what I'm saying. He has labored from morning to night. Eh, he should sleep. But not when you have done nothing. You've not labored anything. You just stay in the house, folding your hand. At 7 p.m., you are doing stop sleeping. You are weak. You are weak. Create a job and do. Don't tell us stories. I will say amen. Look at verse 24 of the same Proverbs. Proverbs 19, 24. A man hided his hand in his bosom and will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Hey, somebody help me. So he hides his hand. He will not bring it out of his mouth. Hunger will deal with him. Since you've decided not to go out and work, you are telling stories every day. Complaining everywhere. I pray today that God will give you the grace to labor. I pray that God will give you grace to labor. Refuse the nonsense tales of people out there. Say in Europe, this place is not Europe, it's Nigeria. They used to pay their citizens. Wait for them to pay you here. Hunger will kill you. Go and walk home. This place is not Europe, it's not America. It's called Nigeria. So walk. Walk. <laughs> I will say amen. Ecclesiastes 10 verses 18. As we begin to close. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 18. By more slothfulness, the building decayed. And through idleness of the hands, the house dropped through. The house dropped through. So slothfulness is a killer. Slothfulness has a way of even making you sick. Know ye not that your body is the temple of God. Our body is a house. Walk makes it healthy too. But every day you sleep. Every day you sleep. Every day you sleep. You marry your bed. You're snoring. You cannot even have time to discuss what is reasonable. No time to plan your life. You always wake late. You always jump out late. You always come back late. And sleep late. As you wake up late. Don't decay the building. Don't decay the glorious destiny. Make your destiny to count. Make it to count. Too much pampering from some of the parents have destroyed the children. Don't let your father pamper you at 20 years old. You a papa. I left my family at 20. 20 I'm not with them again. 20 they are not feeding me anymore. I am out of the house. I was in Lagos State. Fending for myself. Looking for what to eat. Let them keep their own. I labor. I labor. I have told my children if I finish training in university, move. Move. Don't give our children that sense. And the worst of all, may no woman call you baby. When they call you baby, you don't tell baby now. You start misbehaving. Does babies work? Babies does not work. It's men that work. If you want to sob that, oh, why? Things are not working well for me. I'm supposed to be working. Because she's working somewhere and she's making small 300,000. He tell you, baby, what is the problem? Am I not providing for you? What is your problem? Baby, I provide for you. I give you allowances. You are dying as a man. 
If you are wise, tell the baby, keep your money. I'm not a baby. I'm going to work. Keep your money. Let me go to work. Let me take my responsibility. I have to accept my responsibility, please. So all of you that they are calling baby dear, you are dying, no? They are hearing me. You are dying. Repent. And answer man that God created it to be. God is not foolish for giving you the name man. All the people that turned the men to babies, may you be delivered. And may your man be delivered. In the name of Jesus Christ. And we finish. We look at that. Proverb again 12 verse 27. I hope you are blessed today. The slothful man roasted not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. The slothful man does not roast that which he took in hunting. He wants the thing that he will eat now, 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 now. He doesn't want to arrange himself for the future. A slothful man roasted not what he took in hunting. There's one woman I knew very well at a point then. She sells bush meat. She goes inside the village to buy bush meat. When she buys bush meat, she'll bring it to the town. One lap of bush meat costs 8,000 naira. And people are buying it with joy and gladness of heart. When she cut it like that and finish cutting it, use pepper and everything to cook it. And she's selling one lap, 8,000. Why she bought the full bush meat at 6,000 naira? She bought everything at 6,000. But now, she has collected the 6,000 with extra 2,000. Because the bush people does not want to do what? Roast what they got in hunting. It's them that enter inside the bush. Snake wanted to buy them. She did not enter there. She only go there, collect all of them from them. And she's making big money in the town. Because we have become slothful. What is that God has given to you that you don't want to refine? And sharpen very, very well. Labor. Is somebody shouting at me? Romans 12, 11, As I close. Romans 12, 11, I beg you today in the name of Jesus. Sit up and labor. Stop being angry when they ask you to walk. Three nasty footballers. Three, three times a day. Run heal, Run everything. It is your destiny you are building. Your future you are securing. Your beauty and honor you are securing. Tomorrow you will be glad and say, thank God I did. Thank God I did. Thank God I wasn't complaining. Can we read one to go? No slothful business. Favor the spirit. Serving the Lord. No slothful in anything you are doing. In ministry, whatsoever your hand findeth to do, do it with all of your what? Might. That is when the best come out of it. Can we rise on our feet as we pray? Begin to talk to God. Ask the Lord to help me. Every spirit of slothfulness, let it die in me. Every spirit of slothfulness, whatsoever that makes me to be sleeping when I'm supposed to be walking, or completing when I'm supposed to be walking, ask the Lord. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Let it go. Are you talking to the Lord? Tell the Lord I'll go down to work. I'll go down to work. No complaining again. No complaining. Work makes people beautiful. It makes your life glorious. It brings respect to you. It causes your head to be lifted. 
go and see the slothful out there. How they are begging for food. Picking up and down. No honor. No respect. Can you talk to God? Say, Lord, help me to go down to work. Help me to get down to work. Help me to get down to work. Help me not to be slothful. In anything you have called me to do in life, in whatever my hand find it to do, I receive grace to do it with all my might. Nothing left behind. That is when the beauty of that thing will come out. That is when your own beauty will come out. That is when your hope will become a reality. Lord, help me. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every part of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in sports circle at Suze E23, C2C Plaza, Pocketty Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090-60-222-330, email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Angel.